Missed anything on the show? Download the Christian Podge podcast at hit.com.au or check out the Hit app. Hit FM. I think for me, if I was still at school, I'd be struggling to, to deal with uh, yeah, putting full focus yeah. uh, into my schoolwork. And, and, and I guess that's why we're having this conversation this morning because you do mm. hear of reports of, I guess, a lot of students falling behind and, and you, you do feel for them. And that's why we've got Andrew Cookling, who's the Director of Educational Leadership with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's Hi. all right. And, and how, look... Overall, how are students going, particularly here on the Mid-North Coast? I think they're going really quite well. There's been a lot of support that's gone in. As you said, it was a really tricky time. There was essentially at the beginning of week eight of term one, the whole way we educate kids got revolutionised, you know, hundreds Mm -hmm. of years of of an approach in two days. So, um, you know, a lot changed in a short amount of time, but I think our schools were really well prepared and I think, yeah. you know, public, private and independent, all the schools, there was, they came together and, and, and shared approaches and there was a, just a real commonality in trying to get the best results we can for these kids. Yeah. Look, my, my housemate's a, a primary school teacher and she was never off her Zoom um, and when she was, she was picking up these, what, what are those packages called where every kid has like a, a take-home package that they could do and and all that sort of stuff. There was a lot of at-home work. The work didn't stop for the teachers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teachers, I think, worked exceptionally. I mean, like, teachers do crazy hours normally. Yeah. yeah. You know, the commitment to helping kids. Um, but, yeah, I think when the when the lockdown occurred, because there was the, the online learning and it was a new space for teachers too, yeah. in, in, a, in a sense, for, particularly for the first couple of weeks, the amount of work the teachers were doing to try and support kids. And because we... Teachers are, are well-versed in differentiating learning for students. I think that's the main... I think from, from the parents who are at home, you would, you would have a, a unique appreciation now of just how talented our teachers are. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's around the differentiation of the work and trying to make it suit the individual kids because every kid's on their own individual pathway, right? So yeah. doing that remotely and, and through Zooms, you know, there's a, there's a, a real complexity to that and trying to get it just right to, to meet the needs of those kids is where sort of teachers come to the fore. Yeah, well, big hats off to the educational department to come up with something so quickly to make sure that kids are still learning. And, and you do hear of um, students that I guess were struggling in the sense that they might not have had all the devices that they needed to be able to do their remote mm-hmm. learning. And is that why we're noticing, or teachers in particular are noticing, that there is that bigger gap, I guess, with the the more disadvantaged students that might not have the financial backing versus the more advantaged kids? Yeah, look, that's tricky. Um, the devices certainly is an issue. And I think, I mean, from the outset, the I know with the Department of Education bought 9,500 devices, but also 8,000 8, dongles because not all the families had the internet connection at home either. Yeah, right. And, and those devices went primarily to year 11 and 12 students because that was, we really wanted to make sure they weren't disadvantaged. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think across the department, you know, there was hundreds of thousands of devices that were in schools that once this happened were lent out to students to have them in the home so that they were able to access these, uh, these resources. And then for those that didn't have devices, there was still the pen and paper, uh, the pen and paper learning packs that were able to go home to kids. So... Oh, look. You know, it, 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 yeah, sorry, go. No, no, I was just going to say, Andrew, mate, well, you're talking to a couple of 30-ish year olds <laughs> here. Um, it's just a case of, like, 
when we were kids, we've been to schools. Christy and I have been to a lot of schools on the mid-north coast. We go and see them. We go and have a great time. Haven't for a while, obviously, but they've got all these um, big screen TVs. Oh, yeah. They've got projectors. They've got their own individual iPads. Could we not have gone back to the old school of just getting yourself them little beads on a stick and counting them and yep. just going, yep, that's ten. Little Billy's got ten there. He's right, that's right. You go up to year two. Ones. The only little ones. Yeah. And what do you do with the, the older crowd, though? Well, get them to read a book. Yeah, but you know how expensive that is to purchase all these multiple books and are you going to have enough resources uh, around? Scholastic, mate. <laughs> Used to live for those catalogues when they rocked up at school. <laughs> but no, I just, I, is, there, is there anything, this is my actual question, yeah. is there any, is there any um, of the old school way of doing things that's maybe crept back a little bit um, in this time or if we had to look more to the future? Oh, look, I think um, COVID has certainly given particularly schools a unique opportunity to just to refocus on what really matters, which is literacy, numeracy and wellbeing. And, mm. and yeah, schools have really made sure they're kicking goals in those areas. Mm. Um, and I think for kids, you know, there's, there is that, you know, reading and, and spending as much time reading as possible, but also reading complex things, not just sort of reading a full novel, but having short bursts at complex bits of literacy, uh, literature. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, the numeracy side of things, I think, yeah, it's definitely, particularly an awareness of how number works. Um, yeah, there's been a refocusing definitely in that space. Yeah. Right. What about, I know we're saying that uh, a lot of kids are struggling because they didn't have that ability to learn from home. What about the focus that they have now going back into school, having so much time off? What I mean is when I was at school, I was always envious of, of the movies and seeing the Americans go on three-month summer break. And I'm like, I wish we had that. We just have two weeks or four weeks here and there. Do you think that kids are better for it now that we did have the big COVID-19 break? Oh, look, I think, I mean, there's, a, there's, there's more to school than just the academics. And I think, you know, part of building that full, the full child. And I think the COVID definitely built resilience. It definitely yeah. taught kids, you know, the, the, the importance of being, of being strong and also of having connection with your family. I think it really gave kids time to to really get to know their siblings and their parents and vice versa. I think that was that was great. But I think a lot of the stories I'm getting is kids were really keen to get back to school. And I think, you know, particularly on the phased return, in, in, a, in a lot of schools, the students were returning faster than what we had anticipated, yeah. which I think just it shows that the kids enjoy their school, that they feel purpose and belonging when they're in the classroom and that they, they enjoy hanging out with their mates just as much as they enjoy the learning. Yeah. Well, it's a social thing. It's, it's very important, for, for particularly for young kids. They learn their social skills from school, and that's, and that's part of early learning and mm. getting ready for school um, with uh, other programs as well. Look, where do we go from here, obviously, Andrew? Because um, kids are back at school. There is a little bit of uh, a gap between. Um, is there anything in place to try and help those kids mm. without having to, I guess, segregate them from their peers that might be doing a little better? Oh, look, I think, I mean, it's, uh, for thousands of years, schools have been, you know, focused on uh, helping kids of, of all the different uh, levels of ability. I know there's, there's stuff from the ancient Greeks about, you know, that was a focus, you know, when schooling first began formally back then. Um, I, again, it's, it's around doing that differentiating. I think teachers are, are really, really skilled in differentiating the learning to make sure the kids yeah. are getting what they need at their level. Mm. And again, that, that focus on literacy and numeracy and wellbeing, I think, for families, I know, I know teachers um, were able to share a bit of what they do with the parents during this time. And, um, you know, so from a parent's point of view, I think they can really, you know, work in that space and make sure the kids are, you know, when kids are doing the homework, if parents get involved in that, but also yeah. have, you know, if parents are saying to kids, look, 
this is part of your homework, but so is unpacking the dishwasher, you know, yeah. so is cleaning your room, you mm-hmm. know, bringing some of those real social skills and, you know, and having a chat to your kids is, is really critical. It builds that, that literacy and, and, and particularly for the youngest kids, like they're the ones who get um, great benefit from just being on the playground and, and, you know, having the informal playground language development. So. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways we can approach this. Yeah. Well, learning to adult is well, essentially well, what they've got to do because I know yeah. sometimes we struggle to even adult ourselves. But this, this is true. A big thank you to you, though, Andrew. And um, we do hope that kids can actually uh, round out the year with a good year despite all that lost time. I really appreciate your time this morning. Not at all. Thanks for having me. Catch up on anything you may have missed. Download the Christian Budge podcast at hit.com.au or on the Hit app. Hit FM. Hit FM.